Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, all right, YouTube, can you hear us? I'm seeing people out there saying there's no sound. Just How's the sound chat. now? You can hear us. Okay. All right, Awesome. Good. <laughs> we had music going in the beginning. All right, that's weird. I wonder why the video didn't play sound. Interesting, interesting. All right. Well, hey, welcome, everybody, and glad to see there's a bunch of people watching. So welcome to the podcast and our live stream of our audio podcast. So I got the lovely Michelle sitting next to us. Yeah, he didn't even bring me in on the escalator today. No, but we are the only podcast that takes you down the rabbit hole. On, on an escalator. Oh, there we are. Wait, wait a minute. Where are you? There I am with my carry-on and much longer hair. All right. Probably yeah. about 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're back. So, man, we're going to have a crazy show. We're going to have a crazy show tonight. And I'm really excited. And hey, I'm, not, I'm, I'm purposely not trying to be a shit starter with this one. But we're going to talk about some UFO stuff and statistics. That's why I said UFOs, damn UFOs and statistics. That comes from our latest episode that we did with Cheryl Costa last week. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk kind of Michigan spe specific statistics, but, uh, you know, we'll get into other things. And some of the other things I wanted to get into is why I wanted to bring on Mr. Rich Giordano from Goofon. So he'll be joining us here in a little bit as well. So, yeah, so it's going to be a fun night, and uh, let's see where everything goes. Um, and just real quick, people, if you want to help support the podcast, the best thing you can do is share us out and hit that subscribe button. Uh, we don't want you to buy anything or have anything fun, you know, uh, crazy stuff. Only if you want to. We're not pushing anything, so... But I will show you this awesome coffee mug right there. Yeah. Wait a minute. There we go. And actually, that was our first run, and it looks a lot better uh, now after I updated some of that stuff. So, um, but yeah, we have a full store, and you can find all those links and everything down in the show notes um, once this is all done. But we do have a link tree that has all of our links if you want to. Uh, go and check out our store, 
hit us with PayPal. I know we're not at a thousand subscribers yet, so we don't get super chats or anything like that, which is fine. We're not doing this for that kind of stuff, but any monetary donations or anything that we do get, we use it for new equipment, which we probably should look at getting some new mics or going to conferences and things like that. So it doesn't kill our notebook or our, our, bank book actually so yeah, I was gonna say, those things get expensive wayne's got the the cosmic summit lined up his, his june trip yeah that's where i'm gonna go hang with uh, randall carlson graham hancock ben van kirkwick johanna james uh who am i missing jimmy corsetti and both ben van kirkwick and jimmy corsetti were just on the joe rogan experience which was awesome to see my friend ben on there which is really cool and uh what a great show if you're into ancient technology and things i know i am how did they build the pyramids how can humans be nine hundred thousand years old and not have had some kind of high tech so uh, great conversation they had with Joe, as always. But I guess we should start getting our conversation going here. So coming up right now, I'm bringing on Burton from Lost in the Dark podcast and Follow the Reaper. Burton, <laughs> what's going on? How's it going, my friends? Thank you so much for having me back. Ooh, crazy How's night it? tonight, man. This is going to be a great one. This is going to be a great one. That last episode you guys did with Cheryl was outstanding. Oh, thank you, man. We really appreciate it. So uh, next person we're bringing in is Guy, get off my lawn. <laughs> I don't know shit about this stuff, but I love it. And it's crazy wackadoo merit. Well, let's get it straight. I'm right. You're wrong. That's the American way. End of story. Anyway. Well, thanks for joining us again tonight, guy. This is uh, I missed terrible. my nap, so I'm probably going to say dumb stuff. So, in other words, this is going to be like all the other podcasts we've done. So. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You know, it's a bunch of people that don't know shit talking about stuff that we don't know about. So, let's, you know, welcome but, to let's guess it stuff. Yeah, but let's. I'm going to go ahead and bring on the guest of the hour. And uh, I'm sure he's going to have some interesting things to say. And, uh, <laughs> you know, has anybody seen Richie? I mean, you know, that's that's kind <laughs> where, of the thing. Where's, where's Richie? Where Where is Richie? But he was been, uh, he was been abducted by aliens. Probably. Yeah. Well, he's been asking for it for years. And so uh, let's see. Wish. Finally going to give him the experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, somebody can probe him in the butt for sure. <laughs> So I think he would argue against that yeah. one. <laughs> so here he is, the man himself, Richie from Goofon. What is up, Richie? How are this you? This guy better be good. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the words of uh, Scarfacci, I always tell the truth even when I lie. Hey, Dorothy said in chat, by the way, hello, Dorothy. She said that uh, she will happily probe you, Richie. Mm. That's that's a couple of offers in the last thirty seconds. I'm a little scared right now. <laughs> this is Michigan UFOs and stuff, right? <laughs> I'm a scared. Uh, Get some good running shoes and some tinfoil, Richie. Yep. yep. It's and underneath you know this hat. Tinfoil. You know where you can put the tinfoil. I always wear hats because I put tinfoil 
<laughs> in them. I don't want people to. It's true. <laughs> we got Diane Boss yelling at us. Bring out Richie. <laughs> Dang, man, she's 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 bossy, Diane Boss. Wow. Yes, she. Man, all right. Let's uh before we like, start. I feel like I'm on a jury. We got so many people. Well, <laughs> but it's not a jury of your peers. Yeah, so. we would what like 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 twelve seventy one year old lunatics. Yeah. Well, you know what? Just really quick, I want to give out some shout outs to people who are here. We got Elfie, Joe, Bob. We got Alanis is found. Bernie Miro is here. Conundrum's here. Diane Boss, Dorothy Hawkins, Lisa Bowden, or is it Bowden? I think it's Bowden. Marvelous Marvin, Scott Blight, and Tony Introvert. That's who all I'm seeing right now in the participation list. Oh, and but we got Rex a lot more watchers. So we got Brookers is here, Anonymous Rex. So a lot of people have shown up. So awesome. Welcome, everybody. Hey, and Lisa ordered a mug. She's going to be drinking coffee in style. Hey, that mug, by the way, this mug right here. That's that you awesome. See, yeah. Guess That's where this is going? This is going to Richie's house. I was going to say that. Yeah, it's coming <laughs> to you, Richie. This That's is our first one. For a one-time love offering, fifty dollars. Get that <laughs> Starbucks thing out of here. <laughs> and then there's me with Yoda. Oh, Yoda right does. on. I got Yoda. Back. Yeah. So you, you know, you had that alien girl Scarred. coffee mug, and it's oh, like, yeah. no, no, no. Now we got, we got to, we got to get you a Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters podcast because we are not paranormal reports, Richie. We're paranormal encounters, damn it. Not, I'm only good for three na- three words. <laughs> After that, I can't remember anything. I know. I know. Well, I'm so sorry. Thing. When Wayne <laughs> came fine, up with man. the title for the show, he didn't he didn't even consult me. The English it's like, teacher, you know, right? consult the English teacher when you're coming up with the name. Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, I just ran with it, man. You can I still can... shorten it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what I do here. You can see it just says Michigan UFO podcast. So, you know, <laughs> just but take off the word podcast. Everybody knows it is. Yes, Diane. He, that, Wayne has been on Richie's show. Yeah, I've been on a couple <laughs> times talking. Yeah. 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 Really this cool. is my uh, second time right here. Yes. Yeah. You were on our audio podcast and this is the first time right. you've come on our live stream because we recently just started these live streams. So and, and these live streams are just kind of a sit around panel discussion, kind of BS in our way through things, talking about other episodes and what's going on in the news and, you know, with UFOs and things like that. So, you know, um, I excuse me, I, I never met Guy before, but he yeah. gets it, man. This guy knows exactly what it's all about. <laughs> well that wasn't what i was meaning but <laughs> could have timed that any better I, I, I didn't get a nap man i'm really out of it i should not guys had he's on fire well guys had some very very <laughs> interesting experiences between his own experience and people that he's known and that's mm. how i met guy was originally through he was he found our website and we were talking and I said, come on the podcast. And it was like our fourth episode that we did because we oh, both wow. saw these giant triangles hovering over the road. Oh, wow. And his, his was a lot more. There's a lot more to his and, you know, people can go back and listen to that episode if they want. It's up on YouTube or you can find it on iTunes or whatever, but it was, uh, it was crazy. And, <laughs> you know, we don't, 
that's what kicked us off into starting this whole thing and doing this. And now we've kind of graduated up to doing a live stream every other week. So that's cool. Here we are. But, you know, I think uh, next Friday we're doing our first true crime one because I work with somebody wow. whose relative was killed and featured on yeah. um, uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, wow. And so we're going to, you know, try to help out with our audience and things like that cool. to see if we can find this woman who killed. They still this, haven't found that gal? No, no. no. Uh, U.S. Marshals are still after her. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, obviously we're going to find out, you know, what they're able to share. But it was episode <sighs> four of season three. So it was the, the episode right after. Right after the one um, with uh, Jack Bashong. Yeah, in the Muskegon. Wow, I probably watched it and didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. It's yeah. wild it's too because she's got all these. She's got these bizarro tattoos all over her body. You think like, you think they could find her pretty quickly? But, yeah, uh, yeah. I guess not. Yeah. What do I know? You know. <laughs> what do I know? Everything and nothing. We're Everything all crazy. And, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. So Burton, I know we yes. talked before the show for a few minutes. And uh, you have been doing some digging into the last podcast we did with Cheryl Costa and some of her statistical stuff. So why don't you go ahead and uh, take the lead here a little bit and I will kind yeah, of back. So go for I it. Will, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I dug back into it. I, I listened to the podcast over the course of like a couple of days while I was on the road. Uh, so I didn't I couldn't like write everything down right when I was listening to it. But I went back through it uh, before we got on tonight to locate the uh, some of the numbers from Michigan specifically. And uh, I mean, it's pretty wild. Like it is like, especially in reference, because because you guys uh, on the episode were asking specifically, you know, for your areas and in the area where uh, you guys had your experience. Uh, a lot of that. So a lot of that's Wayne County, which I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Canton and Westland are also in Wayne County, right? Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, so Wayne County total, uh, had 668 sightings over the course of 20 years from 2001 to 2020 and, uh, had three hotspots, which according to Cheryl's, uh, data is, um, the, a hotspot is a, a specific day spike. So, uh, and there have only been 730 reported one day hotspot spikes ever like in, in 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 her research and three of them are in wayne county uh one on june 13th in 2010 one on 9 11 in 2011 and one on july july 4th of july um in 2014 and uh i believe july it could have been june i think it was july though and uh uh yeah, so that that's for all of Wayne County, 668 total, and that's not broken down by uh, type of craft or anything like that. Uh, specifically, though, going further, Westland uh, in that time had six uh, reported triangle sightings, and Canton um, in 2007 had two triangle sightings. But then Cheryl also went in to say that, like on average, they they project at least that one. Only one in 257 people even report what they see. Right. Um, so it's yep. like, you know, it, it's a it's kind of a skewed number in that sense. But 
her dad was fantastic and 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 all the work that she put into it i loved and that those are the numbers i jotted down uh that that she spoke about at least uh specifically for like the uh the, the wayne county area of of michigan which is detroit basically basically detroit michigan i'm assuming you don't have at your fingertips anything for like genesee county right I don't think they ever discussed Genesee County on the episode, honestly. Well, which, if you've ever been to Flint, you'd kind of know why. I, I'm very familiar with Genesee County and Flint. And I, I was that is one thing I was I was almost like, man, I wish this was a live stream so I could type it in and ask him real quick, right, right, <laughs> because that yeah. was something I was thinking of. Because yeah, Genesee County, that's yeah, that's where you had your encounters, and 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 your encounters are like, I you know I've uh, my cousin well, that still was lives before. in Burton, Michigan. Right, but right. See, yes, she yes. she did not go back through the nineties. She started at two thousand. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's she started point. at two thousand, so she didn't go back. She right. just looked at that's twenty correct. years. Yep. Um, now Richie, when I was talking to her, I asked her like, "How do you vet? Like, how do you know what reports would be real or you know could be legit and stuff?" and and so they kind of took an average. They said, uh, she said, like, MUFON said, you got to throw out about, I want to say, like, 75%. And then, uh, was it um, uh, National UFO Reporting Center? Or it might have even been Blue Book or something like that, where they said, uh, you got to throw out 68%. So they went with, like, 70% were legitimate. And so if only one out of 250 some people are reporting stuff and they threw out 70% of their data, it's still like statistically significant of the sightings and things that people are reporting. So I'm curious, what's your thought process on it? And I know you've seen some really incredible things because when you were on our show, you showed it. And then on your show, you had your own video which I still yeah. think is a great video, but yeah. what do you think Thanks. about the vetting process? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and are, are we just doing statistical analysis of dots and balloons? What, what's going on here? Yeah, pretty much. Um, geez. I mean, there's so many things going on uh, up above us that we don't know anymore, which is why I think they had to come, come out with the threat and arrow, the new office. And uh, because they, they're flying this tech really, really high, and it can be seen two states over from any point pretty much. And people have incredible stuff, you know, that they can record it with. And a lot of this is just us, you know, it's just man-made stuff. But then again, there's a good percentage, and I think it's a small percentage, but probably one to 2% that we can't ever explain. And those are the ones that interest me. And when you do this long enough and you read enough stories and see enough things, you, you get to understand what is the real thing and what isn't. It's really weird. It just somehow starts to make sense. You, you get to see a, a pattern in the same story you've heard 10 times. You know, it's like you get used to hearing some similar things and how people lie and all that stuff. So there's a lot that goes into it other than just what they have on video. But if they are lucky to get it on video, great. But if it's just a story, I'm not I'm not buying it nine times out of ten. Because that, people just don't know. 
when you first get in the field and look up, you've never looked up before generally. I mean, most people, you know, they go in their backyard for a swim, they look at the stars and that's about it, or taking a walk and nobody stares at it for hours like, you know, UFO hunters do. There's a lot of things that people just don't know that are mundane. So, yeah, there's a lot of ways you can verify it, too. There's apps to look for satellites and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dorothy, uh, where where did it go? Uh, there we go. Dorothy said, uh, still with the percentage that Cheryl said they used, <laughs> there were an overwhelming number of cases. That's, That's a lot. That, it is. It's a lot. That's and, a lot. Uh, that's what? That's that's too many to be legit, to be like alien UFOs. I mean, when we're talking oh, right. unidentified flying objects, I'm thinking aliens, not just because most of the time it's just us. Right. But those times it isn't, man. And it's that, magical. That is, so. that is that is something that Cheryl definitely went into. She like on the episode, she made it clear that like most of this stuff is um, explainable phenomena. Yep. Us, us, or or just natural uh, phenomenon that happened that that, right. like like you said, a lot of people, we don't spend as much time looking at the sky as we used to. People as, misidentify things. You yes, know. yes. You know, between satellites and 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 just weather phenomenon and things like that, a lot of that is not just. It's not like just well known. Like it's not common knowledge for people right. to look up and see. So when they see it, it becomes an unidentified aerial phenomenon. And, uh, but Cheryl did make a very good point. Like, like, I, I think at one point in the conversation, she even said like, even if 1% of this, like, and that's, that's the real stuff that we're looking at. Yep. Uh, you know, that's really kind of what it is. That's still a large number of sightings, but you know, uh, I, I, I think, uh, I think you're right, Richie. I think most of it is, is going to be, is going to be us in general, but when it's something different, it that's, yeah, that's when it's special. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. It only takes one. It exactly. It. People are, we, we, we need to, that one. People, need but it. people leap to these. I think on a previous thing that we did like this, I talked about, I was driving from Bronzeville to Houston years ago with two guys about noon and this huge fireball when it, across the sky it was enormous it was and it was obvious to me it was obviously either a meteor or a space junk it was something burning up re-entering the earth's atmosphere it was yeah like a bowl dog. i had this cargo van we had a chair in the middle and we're all sitting there man and these other guys are freaking out man and one guy actually called hobby airport in houston and made a ufo report and i said dude wow. if that's an alien craft they're all dead because it just you know <laughs> you know i was like uh I'll never forget Bob Horton was the guy's name. It's 1981. I still remember it. And I mean, you know, maybe it was a UFO. I don't. It looked like something burning up, re-entering the Earth's atmosphere. But this guy who was riding with me, our bass player, was completely convinced he'd seen, an, you know, an interplanetary starship. And I'm like, dude, that's burning up. That's space junk or a meteor. And you know, people leap to this stuff. You know, in a case of what happened to me in 94, you know, there was no leaving that. It's 25 foot above my head and parked. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, I think a, a lot of stuff that's reported, there there is a prosaic answer. You know, there's a, it's a good percentage of it, probably most of it, you know. So that's my two cents. I'm going back to sleep now. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well said. Well said. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I fall more on the side that they probably are misidentified and I'm not convinced it's aliens as much as I think that I am of the opinion of the technology was already here. And Richie, I thought I heard you on the show tonight. I was rewatching it, trying to get as much, you know, listening done that I could before we went live. You were talking about they're already here. You're, they're already here. What's your position on these things? If, if that 1% is legitimate, what's your position on what you think they are? It changes. That's the thing. Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay, you know, good. I'm not the only one then. <laughs> I don't know why it does, but what it is, you get into a belief system and then something else comes along that shatters what you thought was true and it sounds better. So you're like, oh man, that, that may be it. So I, I think the logical thing is because we're so far away from everything and I don't really know if there's such a thing as time travel or... Uh, light speed or faster than light speed or quantumness and all that jumping crap because that would have to mean they've already been here then for hundreds of thousands if not millions of years and uh, maybe they live in the ocean they can't come up here maybe they were stranded here whatever it is they could be the Atlanteans I don't know but it's just it's as if the, the all the technologies hidden somewhere we accidentally may have found it and uh, we've been trying to back engineer it. Maybe these aliens uh, made contact with us in the 50s and said, look, you got this thing. You don't know what you're doing. Let us show you. But we want to abduct some people along the way, if that's OK with you. But, you know, they've already been doing it anyway. So I don't know why they would want permission and sign a contract and do all that stuff. But other than that, I think they're here. I think they've been here. And I think they're really smart. Uh, maybe they can jump in and out of dimensions, change their vibration, become invisible, cloak, whatever. But um, there's just too many stories, just too much. But yeah. no evidence, no evidence. That's the thing. Why? Why? Uh, well, I think what Martin says here, ugh. if I understand his his thought process, is kind of the same as mine mm -hmm. a little bit. The first part, for sure, perceptive experiences tend to be personal, 100 uh, percent, because if if these things were legitimately meant for everybody to see, then we would have thousands of people at a time reporting these sightings at the same time, same location. But it's not when Michelle and I saw that triangle at two thirty in the morning, we weren't drunk. We're driving home. Here's this huge 300 foot triangle floating above the intersection and whatever cars were on the road did not react at all. Nothing. And I saw this thing up close because we basically went right under the edge of it to get on the expressway. And I looked up and it looked like a freaking heat mirage underneath it in the shape of a triangle, right? In the shape of a triangle, but in between the three lights, the body of it was like shimmering. And it literally looked like heat coming up off the, the blacktop in the summertime. As was said about the Phoenix Lights. People I, yeah. said the same thing when they looked up inside that boomerang-shaped thing. They said it looked like the heat coming off the road during yeah. summer. 
you know, but, but Alex and I and Ed, who all saw the same, apparently saw the same object. The same night. The, the, well, the yeah, I mean, that's complicated. But the point is, we, we all sort of, we can't, that's hard to explain. Because Alex saw it in 2019 at the same time. Oh, that's spot. right. But, I mean, what we saw was just solid as hell. It had a ribbed pattern on the bottom with a very strange design, kind of looked like piping or something with this huge red light in the middle. And it was, it looked solid as hell. There was nothing uh, vaguely amorphous or translucent or transparent about it. It looked like a solid object. So, did, it, did it look like Tetris the way it was put together? Like pieces? Exactly. Yeah, it's a good, that, that, there's a, Boom. That's what I saw in my dreams, which everybody says they weren't dreams. I was having an experience, but I still say it was dreams. But maybe no, that's not, that's a that's a spectacular. That's it. As a, that's that's that. As a matter of fact, there's a. I watched the documentary, and there's a guy named Michael Sherratt, and yeah. he, held, he held up this uh, held up this. Uh, it, it was a. It was a picture of a UFO, and it was exactly yeah, that. I went. That's it. I mean, that's what I saw. It had these. Weird. It looked like Tetris. That's a great thing. Yeah. yeah. It was solid as hell. And it was Dude. 125 foot above my head. I wasn't like, you know, I was sober. Yeah, I was see, driving the, to the, work at Deco Manufacturing. Man. Uh, and the one we saw did not have that center red light in it, but there were lights on uh, the quote unquote backside of it. Because when it rotated, it rotated and moved parallel to us. It started to get out ahead of us a little bit. Michelle was the passenger. She looked and she could see on the back side there was these rectangular red lights. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. Do you want to know why? No it, sound. No sound. You want to know why it's Tetris shaped? Because it, it changes its shape. So it can maneuver and, and be a different shape. So you saw one, Rich. You saw I had, when I was 13 and 14 years old, I had recurring dreams of a UFO that came into my backyard. And I saw my, it was during a thunderstorm, monsoon seasons, and I—I I mean, this is so. The dream was so real that yeah, I, yeah, I well, swear. Yeah, I'm, but I, I hate to interrupt you here, but that's okay. Is, I just want to say this, man. I've dealt, you know, dealt with an awful lot of people, bad experiences, whom I believe, and you know, whether or not you would, I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, like I said, just remember as we go along, I'm right and you're wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, but 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 dreams are man. I could tell you a dream story that would blow your mind. But you know, you think it was a dream, but a lot of people that have experiences will say it was dreamlike. But but then they wake up and they've got marks or something. I mean, yeah. I think it's it's how I mean how bizarre is it that you said to me that it looked like Tetris, but it was a dream you had. I mean. Well, that's exactly what I saw. I couldn't have but, come up with something better. That's exactly. Yeah. It, it looked like I, Tetris. That's what it looked like. And I didn't come up with that right away. It took me like 20 years to think of Tetris as what it looked like. Yeah. You know? yeah. It, yeah. I know that. I know how that goes. It's hard to yeah. put the word something that kind of strange. But, yeah, that's that's perfect. Yeah. Okay, and just thing, real, yeah. just real quick, Richie. Hold on cool. one second. I'm gonna no, turn this over to yeah, you. He was telling a great story, and I interrupted. I just no, said, no, it's, everybody and, knows. And it. and he's coming back on here, but I just need to. <laughs> uh, I want to acknowledge and appreciate the 48, 49 that's people that are watching right now. And, oh wow, uh, we wow. really and and that's just on YouTube. So 
Sweet. Hey, thank you. And most of this is because of Richie. Put that down, guy. Stop. I, that was a joke. <laughs> a joke. I, like I said, so far for all the experiences I've had, I'm $27 in the hole for an overpriced. <laughs> That's right. You guys. Yeah. So, for buying one I'm of my payments. I have no money. <laughs> yeah. Look at Burton's wearing one. I'm wearing one. I'm wearing the and new after, style. And right after my experience, in 94, I started smoking, which I thought, who would ever smoke cigarettes? I'm going to have a smoke right now. <laughs> and, and well, <laughs> and Guy, guy uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but. Oh, I will. You know, I know you will. Uh, and get off my lawn. Uh, when, when you had your experience seeing yeah. a triangle on a freeway. Yeah. Didn't you have a similar experience to Wayne and Michelle where nobody else seemed to know? It was, it was utterly bizarre. It was absolutely insane. I was driving across an overpass three miles north of where I eventually came under this thing mm-hmm. over Bristol Road. So you're elevated. Which and is I where my, my cousin lives off of Bristol headlights. Road right now. What's that? My cousin lives off of Bristol Road right now. So I know right, it very right. well. So, so, so this thing is, so there's, there's a period of time. I see it like three miles away and think, man, that must be a UPS plane or some big weird cargo plane because commercial flights don't land at Bishop. So I had to drive about three miles till I actually came around this curve and this thing's sitting right damn near on a freeway and it's 300 foot on each side. And so, so you've got to figure it was five o'clock in the morning, 5 a.m. almost exactly, maybe 10 after the morning rush had started. It was sparse, but there were cars. Nobody was even in their brakes. And and then add to that the fact that when I talked to Mufon the next day, after oh, the that guy, is weird. The, the guy at the airport tells me to call Mufon. I don't even know what Mufon is, right? I call Mufon, and this lady tells me, "Oh no, you're not going crazy." Two ladies carpooling to Lucas Sertek in Fenton at at ten o'clock that night, like seven hours before. She tells me that at ten o'clock the night before, this thing was at the same spot when I drove. Basically underneath it, the, the nearest ball of light, the nearest headlight was just to the right of the southbound lanes. They, she said when they drove southbound, they drove underneath it. It was straddling both lanes of the freeway, but like like me, like 125 foot in the air above US 23, three miles south of Flint on a Thursday night. Are you kidding me? I mean, hundreds of people would have seen this thing. Right. It would have been exactly. This would have been on. This would have been on like CNN and the ABC World News Tonight or something. I mean, yeah. obviously, in my opinion, I mean, it's, it's all. I've, I mean, I'm being serious now for once. You know, on this whole thing, you know, all we've got is our impressions, our ideas, our opinions. Who knows if we're right? But it seems pretty clear to me, as foo foo and as way out as it sounds. As preposterous as it sounds that some people see them and some people don't. And I, now how that could happen, I don't know, but there's no way I know when I was on this freeway, I was freaking out. I could first see it really clearly about maybe three quarters of a mile away. And I was freaking out right then. And I mean, I was, I was looking for a turnaround. I was just want to get off that freeway. I'm like, what the hell is this thing? It's not moving. It's got these strange lights what is going on it was surreal and and to think that nobody else there should have been cars pulled over and mm-hmm. people hitting their brakes and i'm the only guy slowing down yeah. i'm the and and it's funny because when we did that uh when i did a podcast with wayne you know and then 
mm-hmm. and, and Michelle, and then a couple of guys heard it, and they'd had the same experience at the same spot. Right? Well, one of them did. Uh, Alex said the same thing. He said there were, well, he said there wasn't hardly any traffic on the freeway, but there had to be some. And, you know, nobody's, he said he couldn't stop. I couldn't either. I kept thinking, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm not, kind of like, almost like a telepathic thing. And he said the same thing. Yep. You know, do you think the reason you slowed down, nobody else did, and I've been hearing this a lot the last five years, is because maybe they locked into your frequency or you accidentally locked into theirs and you, you were able to see each other maybe. Well, I mean, there's, it's some, I I don't know if that could be. No, no. Yeah. Well, that's like me. I mean, like all I'm, we're, we're left to speculate. Apparently (laughs) is it, there's a guy, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard of him. uh, Who's the guy at Stanford. That's a microbiologist, immunologist. Um, I'm having a Gary Nolan. Yeah. Gary Nolan. Thank you. And, 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 you know, he looked at the brains of people yeah. uh, who had seen UFOs and, and people in the military. And I think they were in the intelligence. Anyway, military people, government people who mm-hmm. seen UFOs and found that uh, uniformly they had enlarged and denser basal ganglia, which is a, a structure deep in the center of the brain. So is it, is it that? I mean, is it some, is it like I joked with somebody, my dad could wiggle his ears. And I can't, but I mean, is it like just some weird genetic marker that, pardon me, can I swear? Shit, who knows? I don't know. I don't know, but but I don't think, I don't think that the morning that I was on that freeway, and I had, I didn't snap to this for years. I don't think other people could see this thing. Hmm. And, and, and I know there was a young couple at work that did see it, but there should have been a crap load of people that did. This other young couple, they were like semi-hysterical as was I. And what was that thing, man? What was that? And I'm like, I don't know, some kind of UFO. And, but, but I didn't hear other people talking about it. And oddly, Carolyn and Felicia, my coworkers who got to work an hour late with a crazy story and would never talk about it after the first week. I mean, they don't remember seeing anything in the sky either. They said, we didn't see anything in the sky. Just their van started spinning and it's, they thought they'd hit black ice and yada, yada, yada. And they were both extremely religious African-American women. Carolyn sang in a gospel group to the day she died and knocking stuff off the table. I'm getting animated. I, I, I'm i having a psychotic break, I think, <laughs> talking about this. Stuff. All right. Well, take a break, guy. Take yeah. a break. Take a breather. Smoke a cigarette. Get more coffee. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, but Rich, let's turn it over to you. I know you started to talk a story before or tell a story before we all kind of jumped in and started yapping. So yeah, I want to hear Rich's story. Was yeah. There... About was it about the stream? Was yeah, it... man. I yeah. want to hear about that. Nope. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody. We want to thank Richie for joining us and uh... have a good night. <laughs> all right. So what an, what an asshole. <laughs> I am the he's whole the ass. He, he's, he is, Richie is the most loved or most hated man on YouTube in ufology. Uh, just for being right. Just, yeah. Because just, I'm right all the time. Hey, that's my job. That guy. I know. That's why I had a feeling about you. All right. So, like, we were talking about, you know, my repetitive, well, I was. my. I had this dream a couple of times, probably four or five times. And uh, when I got older and told it for the first time on uh, one of these shows, my show, 
uh, people are like, sounds like you were really abducted. And I'm like, eh, you know, I've had several dreams from different houses of seeing things, a UFO and the, the schoolyard where I used to live. And so it's followed me um, since I've been at least in Arizona when I was 10 in New York. Uh, you know, we moved to Arizona. I saw something when I was about seven-ish, uh, a red dot in the sky, which at the time there was a huge blackout on the whole East Coast. It was like a record-breaking blackout at night and everybody came out and then everybody was reporting these red lights but anyway so uh i wake up uh, thunderstorms going off and uh, i walk through the kitchen to go look at the storm uh, at the porch in the backyard and this was on an acre so you know you go about 40 50 feet and you hit the pool and i walked outside and all of a sudden the storm like there it just cleared up like right above the house like right above the pool area so i walk out there and i turn i see my mother's there in the kitchen and i got startled i'm like i go my you see this and she just you know didn't move didn't turn her head and that's what kind of made me think it was a dream but it was like she was in a trance and usually my mother and father are out you know when i used to live with them it's not just my mom or my dad it's like they everywhere they go together in the house but it was just her so I go outside and uh, and I go, this is amazing. The storm's all around, but not right here. And then I see a, a UFO come down out of the clouds. It tilted on its side. And I saw the, the ridges that looked like Tetris. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, that's, that's really cool, really weird looking. And then as I'm looking at the craft and it's tilted about 45 degrees and it's creeping along, we had like a 75. 60 foot pool so it was going across the pool and uh it was getting closer to me and you can feel the vibration from it i can't it's different from like bass from a car that goes by it it really resonates like every pore in your body you feel it in your eyebrows everything i remember my ears and my teeth were were ringing it was making me itch and oh. two little craft came off the side of it and they had little red lights attached to them. And then they came over and went on the side. And the big craft, I put my hand on it and my hand disappeared and I, I was inside of it, but my arm disappeared. But I was putting my hand in there and didn't know. And I looked inside and, and there was the inside. It was all red, like everything was like infrared. Like it was all red, like a red filter, but I could see the pool through the UFO. And I can still see the UFO, like I'm looking in it, but I, I didn't get in it, I got scared. So I took a step back and something told me the little red lights moved and when they moved, I felt like, don't be scared, it's okay. So the little red lights attach back onto the craft, the craft backs up, it lifts up, goes through the hole in the cloud that it made and then took off like you wouldn't believe and there was like a little trail of clouds that, that just barely went with it. And that was that dream. And I had that dream, little variations of it, but almost identical every time, probably weird, three or four times that year and then the year after. And then I didn't have it again. And then I had it one more time when I was in my 30s. And then when I was 36 is when everything changed. So, yeah, it was pretty weird. When but you it said, was what, when you said everything changed, meaning what? Well, that was when uh, I saw an alien in the bedroom and two nights later. Uh, woke up to something talking in my ear as I was about to wake up. This is a story. And it says, I'll be in your head before you wake up. 
and I woke up. I was already up, I thought. And when I did the voice for my wife and I said, this is what the voice sounded like. It sounded like it was trying to disguise itself. And, and I did the voice for her and I'll do it now. And it goes, I'll be in your head before you wake up. And I go, oh my God, that's me. That was my voice. I go, I can't believe it. I came back and told myself, I'll be in your head before you wake up. What the <clears throat> fuck does that mean? And I felt the breath on my, my ear and everything. And, and I, whoever was there was there. And it was and two nights earlier, it was this ear. And then I woke up because I had a pain in my ear and I looked up and I saw a blue light reflecting off something on the headboard. And I turned, saw a beam go right back into an alien's hand. Richie, hold on. Did you say a blue light? Yeah. Bluish white light. Shit guy. Yeah. And then we had sex. (laughs) I love a happy ending. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Oh yeah. Uh, Everybody got a happy ending. That (laughs) (laughs) It is that had a very Disney kind of Disney quality to it. <laughs> <laughs> but the the blue no, light the reason thing. actually, I was just kind of like, I kind of froze when you said the blue light thing because, you know, I saw this UFO. It was very very close to me, and I know it sounds nuts. I felt like it warded me off with some form of telepathy, and I mean, it, I was not into this stuff, man. I was. <laughs> I got a bachelor of science in psychology. Then I flipped houses. I do drywall, plumbing, electrical. I've got a display. I mean, this is not, I was not into this, but I mean, this stuff happened and you know, they, I think they took my coworkers and according to MUFON, they took two other women carpooling at the same I, spot. I was you know. actually going to ask about that. That's that cool. because, because you met, because I knew that you had so the, the story of two, the, the two coworkers. I forgot about the MUFON thing. Well, yeah, it was they, just they bizarre. Yeah, it, it was, was bizarre because I didn't know what MUFON was. I was, you know, my, my brains were driven out of my ears. It's, it's not possible it was, it was the same, though? No, it's no. No, guys, no. Guys, okay. keep going over this. It's like, I feel like Mrs. Salinger in the fourth grader that I had. And we're going to do this one more time. Okay. <laughs> For we're all the new listeners. Time. Everybody put on their thinking. We have, a, we have 55 we're people watching now. right now. This so. is how this happened. I see this thing on a Friday. Yeah. Saturday, I wake up. I'm totally not right, right? I'm freaked out. I make a bunch of calls. The guy at the airport tells me to call MUFON. Never heard of it. Gives me a number. I call MUFON. It's, I think it was Peter Davenport out on the West Coast. It was oh. an 800 number. No. He says, call uh, the state director in Michigan. She's in Flushing. Well, that's only 10 miles from me. I call this lady. She says, I tell her what happened. She says, oh, you're not going crazy, honey. She said, Two women carpooling to Lucas Surtec in Fenton at 10 o'clock the night before, driving south. They they suddenly realized, for reasons they could not figure out, they started laughing because they were going north. And they they looked at he's like, why are we going north? You know, and they got off, they turned around, and on their second pass going south to Fenton, Michigan, to Lucas Surtec in Fenton, Michigan, right? which is maybe 15 miles south of Flint, they go right underneath this massive triangular craft, right? Mm. Now, I didn't get a lot of details about them. I go to work on Monday, and on Friday at the in the break room, I'd been babbling about this thing, met this young couple. 
this gal who's my only friend in this place, the only person I know on a first name basis, this gal says, uh, she, comes, she comes running up to me at the end of the day and says, guy, you got you to gotta call me after work. You got to call me after work. And I thought she had a family problem or something. Her name is Carolyn. And like I said, she's the only person I'd met there in the three weeks I'd been there. She used to sing in bands. I played in bands. Uh, anyway, so I called her after work. This is a, and okay, so there's this set of women that MUFON tells me about mm-hmm. that got apparently abducted on what would have been Thursday night about 10 p.m. on their way to Lucas Surtec in Fenton, right? I call Carolyn when I get home. I'm like, what's up, Carolyn? And she's, guy, guy, what does Iron Tomb mean? What does Iron Tomb mean? And I'm like, what are you talking about? She segues into this story. Well, we, me, and, me and Felicia were carpooling to work. She said on, on that morning when you and those other people said you saw a UFO, we, Friday we were carpooling to work, and she said, we thought we hit black ice. I was driving my conversion van, and all of a sudden we started spinning, and it was just going faster and faster and faster and faster. And I get sick on carnival rides and I didn't even get sick. And she said, I thought the cars were going to hit us, hit us because I saw the lights. And she said, and then she started like crying and said, but guy, then I realized we were going up in the air. We were going up in the air. And she tells, and then she blacked out and says she woke, woke up on a damn table with getting like a, Whoa. you know, like a gynecological exam from some being. And the next thing they remember is coming out of the sky and being on the side of the road and, Felicia says, isn't God wonderful? I wrote this all down and Carolyn said, yes, he is. And Felicia says, or Felicia says, at least we'll be to work on time to get on a freeway to pull out the road and realize they're going north. And I said, Whoa. where did you get off to turn around and come back? And she says, Grand Blank Road, which was the exit just north of where I drove under this thing. But this is two, a distinctly different set of women who are driving to Deco Manufacturing in New Hudson, Michigan, which is where I worked, which is like 55 miles south of Flint. So who is ever going to even believe this? I don't think a UFO researcher would buy this. I've never heard of something like this. And all I've watched every documentary. These two sets of women, they both made reports to MUFON. I'm not inventing this. There's no reason to make up. I mean, and you can I'm find thinking, the reports. Well, plus- well, I, well I, you guys heard uh, Felicia or... You know, I didn't find Felicia's report till 23 years after the fact. I mean, when she had a baby. Well, well, I mean, this is the crazy part. Like I said, that's why nobody's ever going to believe me. I mean, (laughs) on Tuesday, my then wife started working in this plant, right? And she worked on a line with Felicia, who was the gal in the passenger seat. I just, I didn't really know her. I, I knew her, I waved to her, whatever. I didn't know her name even. And she determined that, Shelly was my wife. I think she knew that Carolyn had called me. We get in the car to drive home. And Shelly says to me, she says, you're not going to believe what Felicia told me. And I'm like, you know, what's this going to be? I mean, this has already been, you know, the friggin' twilight zone, you know. And and she says, well, she was pretty matter of fact about it. She just said her and Carolyn got abducted by aliens and She's been trying to get pregnant and she's been having problems and she doesn't know why, but she said she thinks these guys made her pregnant. She doesn't know why. And I, and I told her right there, I swear to God, I said, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I mean, it was just, I was, I was like, I was fried mentally. I, I used to have a, a sure vocal master PA system in the seventies and it had a red button 
that said thermal overload and it would come on if it got too hot. And it's like my brain was like overloaded and I didn't want to talk about this. I quit that job two weeks later. I never, I didn't even know Felicia's last name. Why'd you quit? Because of that? No, it was a crappy temp. I oh, okay. Had, okay. I had, you know, I usually had good jobs and it was, a, I had to grab something. I, I, something happened with my job. Sure, sure. You're just curious. I do. No, you're fine. And so, <laughs> but, but what was odd is 23 years later, Linda and I are married. So many, so many things have happened. I'm not even thinking about it. But of course, Linda's listening to this story ad nauseum, you know. And one night we're sitting here and she did a Google search for carpool alien abduction Flint, I, which I'd never done, you know. And she says, honey, come look at this. And I find this. You guys played the, a transcript of it that Michelle read. Uh, Michelle read it, you know, the, the, what? Back on the show. Obviously right? written by Felicia, though it was not signed. And uh, she'd submitted it to MUFON, and it was this kind of long, rambling paragraph talking about being in a passenger seat of the van and starts spinning around. They feel like they're in a football field. There's all these multicolored lights. It's crazy. But the, you guys know that the last sentence, I don't have it in front of me, is something like, and the oddest thing of all is that it's nine months later or something like that, I had my son who was now 17. Mm -hmm. I, re I Let me tell you what, <laughs> I, I almost literally... I'm, I was standing right next to this computer looking at her monitor reading that. I read that shit and I just about fell over dead. I'm like, this can't even be real, man. And, you know, you always hear of them taking, taking babies, fetuses. In this case, like I said, who's going to believe this? And I, I'm stuck with this. I talked to my doctor about it recently. I was at the doctor's and he was real interested, which was odd. I don't know why I didn't see the doctor and, Sometimes when I'm stressed, it comes out, and and he was really sympathetic, and he said, "Look, I mean, it's hard sometimes because even amongst in the UFO community, this, and I'm leaving out a lot. I mean, this is so bizarre, and it's not even consistent with a lot of stories. I mean, you know, they take babies. She said they made me pregnant, and she had a kid. You know, I mean, jeez, you know, it happens. I've heard it happen." Yeah. Do you have you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Women couldn't get pregnant and they had this experience. And next thing you know, you know, she had twins or triplets. I mean, it, it's always yeah, like. Real. Yeah. I haven't heard much. I haven't really seen that. I've seen yeah. them take babies. But all I know is, she, yeah. you know, my ex-wife said she doesn't know why, but she says she's sure these guys made her pregnant. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. I was like, just stop, you know. Wait, and so let me ask you. I didn't mean to interrupt, but so would you have a boy or a girl? I don't know. I, I don't even know her. Rich, I never knew her last name. And and I tried to call Carolyn. Oh, okay. I tried, tried to call this gal that I knew four years later. Years ago, I drank. I haven't drank in years. Oh, oh like twice, three times. But I don't drink. I don't drink. But I drank like four beers and got up the courage to call Carolyn like four <laughs> years after this happened. And I tried to get... See, I wanted to talk to her because I was having a hard time with all this. Wow. And I wanted to know if she were, I just wanted to talk to her. How and her you? husband answered and uh, and I said, I explained myself, very nice man. And I said, you know, you don't know me, but Carol and I, and I shared this bizarre experience out on the freeway, blah, blah. And he, nice guy. And he chuckled and said, guy, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Mm. And he said, uh, 
they're very religious. And he said, we know something happened out there. We just don't know what. And he said, Carolyn can't talk about it. She gets too upset. And I, you know, of course I was respectful of that. Yeah. And, uh, I always had this dream that I talked, I mean, not, I mean, I always had this wish that I would talk to her someday. And, uh, then I found her obit. She died of cancer in 2019. Oh no. Uh, I, yeah. It really hit me hard. It's kind of like going to war with somebody, you know, you just, we yeah. went through this really odd thing together and, uh, and, you know, I know what happened. She knows it happened. And at least if we were in the same room together, there'd be two of us that weren't looking at each other thinking, you know, we were making up a yarn. It's, it's a lonely friggin' deal because this is so off the wall. I mean, well, I, yeah. I got to ask you, I, I thought you said she said she got pregnant. No, that was the gal. Okay. There were two ladies. My friend was Carol and she was driving. Felicia, the gal who I didn't really know. That was the gal that got Oh, right. okay. All right, got it. And okay. and what set this whole conversation? I, now, I mean, I should just start with, you know, I was born on February 10th, 1952. <laughs> I mean, this has been, the, 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 re, retitle this, the life story of Guy Merritt Jr. But um, what I was going to say was he mentioned blue light. And I thought, yeah. well, they took Carolyn and Felicia. This has nothing to do, to do with me. I'm, you know, I was a collateral damage. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I saw nothing for 18 years. Nothing happened. And then uh, 2012, I was in a real bad way. It was a really, really, really bad marriage. I was living on the east side of Flint, Michigan in a house I bought used as a rental. I was awake at three o'clock in the morning. It's a long story. My job had gone away and uh, my wife was gone for the night and i walked out i was playing play money poker on the internet and it was three in the morning and i thought screw it it's three o'clock but i don't have to go anywhere so i went out to the kitchen to get a cup of coffee and uh there was a coffee pot on a stand and there's a window above that stand right and it's three o'clock in the morning in the city though and i i'm standing there pouring this coffee and this beam of blue light outside of my house literally lights up it's blue day this soft blue daylight it's like mm -hmm. blue friggin daylight it's and there's some junk in this lot next to my house because there'd been a house there that they tore down and there's no shadows it didn't make any it was almost like wow. this light was alive and i could see where it stopped it was this huge beam my house is being beamed and it's blue light and it was on for about 10 seconds and then it went out and i stood there with that and i thought to my it went out. I stood there with this coffee cup and I thought, man, did I just see that? And the minute I thought that, they turned it back on. Mm. And I literally said out loud, I said, you jokers. I said that out loud. Because <laughs> I thought, I know who the hell, I know, I know who you are. And I ran out the front door and it was like that, that neighborhood was real loud and noisy and the house set up on a rise. It wasn't a car for a block and a half. I couldn't hear a cricket chirping, nothing. It was like time had stopped. I walked in the house. Wife comes home in the morning. I tell her about it, you know, a little Mexican lady. And, you know, she thought it was weird, but she didn't see it, right? And uh, so four nights later, she's like, I'm going to, she wants to watch movies and I'm going to bed at 11, right? So it was like three or four nights later. And she's going to, I said, well, go ahead and watch movies. I'm going to bed. Morning, she throws the bedroom door open, soft, free touches, that blue light. The blue light you told me about, the blue light you told me about, I call it laser blue, laser blue. It came on all around the house. It came on all around the house. She's all freaked out. 
Mm. And I said, did you go out to see where it was coming from? You know? And she said, no, no, I was too scared. And I said, why didn't you wake me up? And she said, you couldn't wake up. You couldn't wake up. I shook you. I shook you. And you you wouldn't wake up. And then after that, it's been crazy, man. And I don't give a shit who believes me. I, I mean, I'm an old man. I've had a heart attack and a stroke. I've had a fun life. Mm. No reason to invent any of this shit. Embellish it, exaggerate it. There's no gain in it. I joke about, you know, I've never made a friggin' nickel from it. I don't want to. Never gave a damn about money. Oh, no, you, that, I believe you that this is happening. I mean, I don't normally say that, but it sounds legit to me. Um, I'm not, not gonna just make because sh- you're here. I'm not going to make some shit like this up. I've hey, said to uh, Dwayne and, I mean, I've literally, as a musician from age 13 to about 38, I mean, I literally, just because I was in casinos, I've met Joe Lewis, hung out with Cassius Clay Sr., turned down a job with Mickey Gilly when he was the hottest thing in country music. He offered me lousy money. Uh, you know, played at the St. Regis Hotel for a year and had Aretha Franklin come in and ask me to play stuff and say hi, guy. And I've had a fun life, man. I don't need some crazy-ass story about spaceships and aliens. I mean, I'm not going to – this is one thing that – that drives me batshit is people were so cynical. Well, we've been lied to a lot by the government and we've all been lied to by a friend or a lover or a family member, but I don't think too many people intentionally make, well, I don't know. I know I wouldn't make this up. I don't, they I don't do. know what you get from it. I mean, but, and I don't know what it is. Is it aliens? I mean, is it ex- people, the broad, is it people from other planets? Is it beings from another time, another dimension? Is it? Yes. You know, <laughs> right? Yes. Check all the above, man, because uh, nobody gonna, knows. You I'm know? not going to quit smoking tonight. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, it's that's. I didn't mean to, but I know Rich hadn't heard wow. it. And I, I loved I thought, it. No, it was well, cool I mean, as hell. You know, okay, you, look, 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 everybody. Truth, man. I loved hearing your, your story. It was absolutely it blew my friggin' mind, dude. I mean, yeah, so, when he said that blue light, it was like well, his whole know, story. I mean, yeah, I, I think you've had the touch, whatever you want to call it. I think something happened to me during the blue light because after that, a lot. I, I'm not gonna waste any more time on my story. It's definitely I, not a waste. A ton of shit happened after the, that. Um, you know, when me and my wife separated and and you know we were done in 2009, almost everything stopped. I actually think I have to give it all this uh, attention uh, because of my wife and I being together. We never had any children. We didn't want any, but um, it's weird that as soon as I, you know, separate from her, it, everything stopped. Even the dreams, really? nothing. Yeah, it, it was. It's been dead. That I mean, that is odd, and you wonder what, why that would be. You know, yeah. I, it, it was weird because when I uh, when I moved into her house when we first got together, so I didn't have to keep paying an apartment, and that's when I started seeing stuff in 2004. And then we moved 45 miles away, didn't see anything for like months, and then all of a sudden it's like they found me or her, and that was when I had that weird dream, it whispering in my ear, saw the uh, alien at the foot of the bed. Yeah, when the light retracted. It lit the alien up as it got closer to it, so I was able to see its pasty skin. Was it was was it like a was it was it like a strange color of blue? It, do you mean the light or the light? Yeah, 
No, no, no. It was very I mean, pleasant, to be honest. It didn't well, no, hurt. No, you know what this light, what, what was odd, too? That light kind of calmed me. The, the light that I saw. Like, I was terrified of the space, the UFO. But the, the light, which that sounds real weird. I've always wondered why I was just like, I was like, almost like, I was almost like drugged. It was like, kind of like, it didn't scare me at all. Well, I woke up because there was a loud ringing in my uh, left ear. And when I woke up, it was the light in my ear that was reflecting off my ear onto the, the headboard. Wow. So when I turned around, I saw it retract. And then I saw the skin. And it was really weird. The skin was kind of like, uh, it had like, uh, e I can't explain it. It Each section, it's like, they were. you know like how we have pores? Right. But these yeah. were like sectioned off, like hexagons. Like well, you mean little, like kind of scales? Or? Yeah, scaly. What? Like maybe it was a suit, but well, it looked uh, like it yeah. was wet. It looked wet, and when the light was hitting it, it changed color, like that paint on cars that when you walk in right, certain light, right, right, yeah. that's what it looked like. It yeah. was like a rainbow, but it was more greens oh. and and blues okay. and purples. It was very cool, and then. I turned to see if my wife saw it, and then by the time I turned around, it was gone. Walked the dog 20 minutes later, and there were three little grass circles out in the front. And I still have the pictures. I was looking for them, see if I could show you, but I, it's not on this roll I have here. You've had, you've had contact. I mean, they've. I don't know how they pick people or why it happens to some people, but... It happens to all of us. I think we're all marked from day one. I've had that. You know what's funny? I've had that same theory. I've said that to a bunch of people. I've said... To so many people, it's happened to you. You just don't know it. <laughs> Richie, what do you say to Diane? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> well, we started having paranormal stuff happen, too, which was really cool. And she experienced it. Uh, yeah, she did. She um, When we separated, she goes, you know, I, I'm kind of glad that we're not living in that house anymore. And then she opened up and told me about some weird like wind blowing in her face. And we both experienced that at the same time. I was downstairs and she was directly above me and I was making toast. And all of a sudden this gust of wind went right up through me. And then all of a sudden I hear her go, ah, like that. And she was doing her hair and stuff. And I go, what happened? She goes, I don't know. I go, well, wait until I tell you what happened. And then she came to the, where, you know, we're looking up and she's looking down and yeah. we both experienced the wind that went right through That's, us. Pretty wild know. stuff, man. I yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. So we've been at this at an hour and seven minutes already. We usually take a break around the one hour mark. So we're going to take a five minute break. Let everybody stretch up. Richie, are you OK? Uh, <laughs> Richie just died. I was yeah. ready. All right. So let's take a five minute break. Smoke them if you got them. Drink them if you got them. And we will be right back. And once again, thank you, everybody. And when we come back, I'm going to have these two right. videos for you guys. And we're yes. going to take a look yeah, at those. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, sure, sure. Sure, sure. Yeah, All right. Yeah. Sending everybody to the back. All right, everybody. We'll see you in like five minutes.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There is four minutes left to this break. Three minutes left, everybody. Just three minutes. Two minutes left, everybody. Get ready. Two minutes.
One more minute and we are back. One more minute. dissipate inside. <laughs> All right, everybody, we're back. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Hopefully hey, you guys had a good little break. And once again, thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, very, very happy to have you all here. Now, on full disclosure, this will be the first time I try to play a video through StreamYard. So, uh, wish me luck, but let's bring on our co-host. We got Burton. What's up? Hello. We're in his Michigan UFO settings and paranormal encounter slash reports. Gotta rep the great gear. Gotta rep the great <laughs> gear. Come on now. All right. And then we got guy get off my lawn merit he's back he didn't run away on the during the uh break so he took a five minute nap yeah i'm eating a sandwich sandwich everybody needs a sandwich in their life right. <laughs> and then of course we have our lovely and beautiful special special guest i mean he's a beautiful man i mean Okay, this movie star. I swear. You know, when Richie takes off his shirt, it gets really weird. Oh, there he is. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We're back on? Shit. Okay, sorry about that. Hey, Richie. uh, Hopefully no probing happened during the break or anything. He's doing the fake freeze thing. Check him out. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting probed. Oh, okay. Hey, is there music on or is that me? Yes, sorry about that. Oh, thank God. I was trying to figure out what tab I opened up. I'm like, what did I do? Thank you. No, no, no. That that was me. me I I knew it was a a StreamYard song, too. So I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I could put on one of my songs here, you know, if you want. So hold on. It's your show. That was awfully repetitive. Oh, yeah. Here we go. There we go. Dun, dun, the old dun. band from back in the days. It's a lot better than what you were playing. Sounded That's like good. Little... You probably don't want to hear it. Some of that good metal. <laughs> good heavy metal band. All right. So Hollywood. let's go ahead. Hollywood. And I'm going to try to present this first video. Now, Michelle right. read the email on the last podcast that we did with the description of what was going on. And Wait, this would have been... Ryan from Madison Heights, right? Correct. Okay. Yep. And, and this so on the episode with Cheryl? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. So I remember. Yeah. This. So right. basically, him and his wife were walking their dog in the middle of the afternoon or out front in their house. And something caught 
their eye up in the sky mid-afternoon, something very silver. They watched it go above the clouds, going across one way, and it then turned and went the other way. Well, it didn't turn. It stopped and went back like Mm. in reverse. Very strange, so he started filming it. Now, I want to say to people out there, I love the fact that everybody has a cell phone, and you guys can try to catch things on your cell phone. That's awesome. What you have to understand, though, is those sensors in these phones are tiny. They're not going to collect a lot of light. They're not going to get a lot of detail. So the further something away is, the more it's just going to be a dot. And so if you can't really get good eyes on the object and make some kind of just good observables about it, don't just send in a dot, okay, and say, I saw this moving around. Did it make sound? What time was it? What day was it? You know, I'll give us as much information as you can and we'll review it. So I, with this one, I have a lot of information. So Fantastic. let me go ahead. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Let me, let me see if I can find this. Here we go. I'm going to share it. I'm so excited oh. to see this. Okay. It's a balloon. <laughs> Space clutter. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right so i'm gonna make sure the volume's off here and uh <clears throat> i also want to do this where is it um i made a banner and it's not here okay well anyways i do have support or uh permission from the person to play this video so just to make sure of that and here we go i'm here so this is after it's turned around. Is there any sound in the video? Well, why can't we see it before it turned around? Because he didn't have his phone right Oh, uh, how convenient. Yeah, it's always that. See, there. already I thought, nope, don't like it. Oh, that's kind of weird. Wait. It's an airplane. 100%. think so. I already saw the wings. That's what I was thinking. Are you serious? I mean, I can't see it that well. Yeah, it's an airplane. 110%. Is there, is there any sound to it, Wayne? Yeah. Hold on, because because that's not being shared. You so know, I, I don't mean the sound. I had it turned off. Okay, no worries. I just want to hear it like like what I just. Okay, to... here we go. Oh, I didn't know there was that. I mean. Right there, you can tell it's an airplane. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Right there, boom, plane, wings, shadow, see it, got it, good. I think that does, and that's where he loses it now. Yeah, but he said it went backwards, and this is why I don't mean to sound like a joke, but that's always the stuff that never gets recorded. And they always say, Oh, went backwards, and all this, but here it is, it's an airplane. So I don't think it went backwards. I think he's trying to, you know, make it better than what it is. And that's that. Oh, End this is the one where he said it went backwards. Yeah. Okay. Went okay. Backwards. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so there's no film of that, you know. Of course. Here. So I what I did is I took a screenshot at one of the best frames that I could possibly take yeah. it, and to yeah. me, it looks like an airplane. Yeah. Good job. You know, and that's the thing, and that's and that's kind of going back to what we went back to earlier. Like, I, I absolutely like the, the, 
everybody in this chat right now, uh, especially especially you, when you being with your background and everything, uh, I trust your opinion on what you see right there more than most. And like I, but I personally, actually, you know what? Maybe once, maybe once in my life, I've seen a reflection come off an airplane that would look like that on camera. You know what I mean? Like that, it's not, uh, that, even though it's just an airplane and those fly overhead all the time, that's still an aerial phenomenon that most people might, might not be used to seeing, is all I'm saying. So, like, seeing that move through the clouds in the way that it did. Can you play it again? In, 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 in One more time. And camera. Can you move or can, can you do that? Yep, camera, I can do that. Camera doesn't look like it does from the eyes, especially well, on the cell phone. But. Hey, it's, it's just hard to say, but it does. It's just one of those like things. Airplane. All it's I just, know it's is, it's just one of those things. Like if if they saw that and couldn't tell it was an airplane, then something's wrong, because we all grow up as kids playing with toys, and we know what airplanes are, and it, that would be impossible not movement, to know. I think well, but, the movement that he said is what threw him off. So I think he made it up, but that's just me. Okay, well, well let's. <laughs> And, and and he's saying that this is the, that he pulled out the camera at the time that it was moving backwards. Is that what what this was? Okay. Yeah, okay. this is like the last part. First, it okay. went across the sky from right to left in the video. Okay. It stops and then goes the opposite direction. Okay. In, so in is, his mind, in his eye, he saw it go. And let's like just, just let's just, just yeah. Let's just, we, we can just so this is there. on the opposite yeah. side by the you time he got his phone out. Are you saying he kind of saw it stop on a dime in reverse direction? Yes. Yeah. All That's right. what he said. All right. So here, let's do know. this again. Here you Unless go. Unless he saw two planes and in the clouds going opposite directions. Yeah, but usually that's not the case. But could be. Yeah. It's damn far away. I mean, I don't know. I Again, can... sensors on your phone. Oh. I'm thinking military. I... It might be some type of a military. I... Uh, it's so, it is so hard to base off of just audio. Um, I, it, one of the things, one of the things I have studied a lot is, is like nonverbal communication and, and like figuring out when, when, you know things like that like what people mean when they're saying them and, and and when they're lying and not lying and all that stuff and it's so hard to do it just based off audio right. but there was a second right there where he goes how the fuck did it turn around right and like that again very hard to base just off that but like his reaction like why would you say that like why would you say that while you're taking a video of an airplane well, and here's but, what you know what I mean. In in Richie, I know you think it's a plane. I think it's a plane. The thing that throws me though is the wing placement. If this is the wing, it's way too far back on the fuselage. You're looking so, at a shadow, bro. This oh. year, yeah. Ooh, could be a okay. shadow. Could be a shadow, but also wing be cloud cover too. Could it's be a cloud cover as well. It's it's but, an airplane. There's no way but, around it. Well, well, no, no, no. But 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 Wayne, the totally going off of the airplane 
uh, are there any planes that you know of that you ever experienced uh, with your time in the Air Force that had a Army. wing that far back? Army, I'm sorry. No. No. Okay. So, okay. I was just trying to... Uh, the thing to is, understand. I've seen clearer pictures of the Loch Ness Monster. You know, I mean... <laughs> well... <laughs> No, I mean sincerely. I it's like it's I wish like, we actually had, but I don't think we have. But I know what you're saying. How do you look at that and and say it's that I, you know, it kind of looks like an airplane? I guess you could say it's a UFO. It's a I streak of white light. It's an airplane uh, moving through the sky. <laughs> it's very likely an airplane. I have uh, seen airplanes moving through the sky that got that kind of reflection bouncing off the sun. Um, especially moving through, like I have, I have seen something that looks like that before in the sky and I was able, I kept, I just kept watching it and I was able to determine it was an airplane. Yes. Um, but the, 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 the audio of the guy going, how the fuck did it turn around like that? Like that, that, that throws me a little bit. Yeah. And he thought he saw something he really didn't see. That's why. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, Occam's it. razor. And yeah, that's mo- most likely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. exactly. I, basically, the jury is deadlocked. Uh, we need to send a note to the judge. <laughs> either, either hell knows, you know. It looks like an airplane, pretty much. Either way, great video and th- shout yeah. out and thank you to for, to whoever yeah. that was that sent that in. And, and his name is Ryan. Ryan. And, and shout out to Ryan and please, everybody, keep sending in more. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's the second one he sent in. He caught this while driving. I think it's pretty good. Is the same guy? Yes. And do we have a location? This was uh, in Warren. He was driving to work. This is in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit! All right. The first one. The first one was Madison Heights. So okay. All right. All right. So this one I think is pretty good. I've got some theories. I'm not going to say anything. I have it muted because he doesn't say anything. And all you can hear in the background <laughs> is radio play. And I don't want right, any right. Yeah. copyright stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. We don't need. So. All right. So check this out. So he's trying to do this while he's driving and he's kind of all over the place and he tried to stabilize it. And that's kind of like the last thing right there. It's kind of, I think that's strange. But but there's, see, that's my, my burden. I, 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 because, because when like, okay, he's around Warren, Michigan, right? Yep. So that that's relatively close to the Detroit Metro Airport. And I do um, want to say, hold on one second. I do want to say um Warren Michigan moonlicked. Um I do want to say that he does not proclaim these to be UFOs. He says he doesn't know. He thought at first they were both both of these were possible airplanes. So okay. he he's not saying you know, they beamed me up and all this stuff. So he is, so he, you know, he's thinking about it. He just saw something that looked odd and, and took out his camera. Yep. Now yep. with this one, like the last one, that's a little bit more unique. I could see that being misidentified a lot easier. This one, I saw a red light flash. 
Mm-hmm. And and to me, that's classical airplane. Like that's yeah. just like as soon as I see that red light flash, I'm like, yep. oh, that's that's us. That's yeah. it might not be might not be a normal airplane or whatever, but like that's yep. us. Watch you know? again here. And when it gets blurry in those those dots, like get it big lo- and out of focus, lo- you can see weird. the flash. Yeah. It's right there. Right there. Right there. there. Yep. Yep. What are you talking about, Flash? See it? Red light. Red it's a light. red and white. There's a red and white light. Yeah, it's the yeah. FAA yeah. lights. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. So now, what it, was it, interesting? It look weird. It does look weird. So right there, right there, yeah. especially. It does. Um, it it's does, out of focus. Yeah. It, it it's an out of exactly, and through that's why it looks weird. Yeah. Through, through a windshield. windshield. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Ryan, if you're watching or listening, I think the verdict is on both of these is that you captured airplanes at a at a weird time that you probably weren't expecting to see something at that time. But just to be sure, let me do this. So he sent some screenshots of the... Here we go. And this is what freaked him out. When he first saw it, Ooh. this was That's strange looking. Yeah, this is what caught his attention. He said they were like the lights were like in an X formation. That's that's kind of strange. That you, you can see that better, you know. Yeah. So let me go to the it's next one. A lot I don't. I don't know if you can make. I, I mean, Looks maybe like it's like an airplane. See, it does. It do, yeah. It well, does. it is. It's an airplane, but yeah. Yep. And still, yeah. images are, especially but from the phone, it, are going to be a little distorted. But it's really, really good that we're showing this right now because this is exactly what we we're talking about earlier. In that, yep. That that like the these are like th- like very explainable things that can be identified, but like not everybody looks up all the time anymore. So, or, or if or they especially films it. So, yeah, or if they do. They see something that they are not expecting to see in the sky at that location, that time, or whatever. Yeah, and then these were some reason. other ones. Something streaking across and, the sky. But. And the more that 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 we put stuff out like this right here with all these people watching now, um, and shout out to everybody, uh, uh, this, that right there makes everybody go, okay, well, then if I see that in the future... And that's in that's an airplane. Yeah. I can identify that now. Yeah, like, honest, just, I mean, I've know? got stranger footage of stuff behind our house that's a lot clearer. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, I gotta again, think, I got to think that looks like the Phoenix Lights. I mean, that's real clear. You, you, know? you I mean, got to think. Very good. I, I I honestly believe that people think they're going to get great shots of stuff with their cell phones. And I mean, it's not it's not going to happen unless it's close. We, but, but we are, we are getting better stuff than ever before. That is for sure. Like it is, it is getting better. I'm not going to say we're getting better stuff. We're getting more stuff. More, at least more. Yeah. Yeah. Now more people have phones, cameras in their pockets, but yep. Yeah. It's just, that that was a great effort though. At least he did a a lot of good stuff with that. And what was it again? Ryan. Yeah, yeah Ryan. Ryan from Madison yeah. Heights, Michigan. Ryan awesome. from Madison Heights. 
huge shout out and Absolutely. as as Wayne always says keep your eyes to the sky man because you're you're watching <laughs> and you're taking these videos and and that's fantastic and yep. one of them you might yeah who knows it only takes one fishing. it only, only takes one and you're going fishing so <laughs> yep let, let's keep keep going man like don't stop like th- those were both really really cool videos and really good examples of 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 um now we can now now more people can identify something and and you know kind of like continue the whole thing forward yeah, yeah now now richie before i turn this over to you because uh, i got a question i want to ask you yeah okay. I, i'm going to ask you a question here but I like what Terry says here. These are like door cams with the disappearing people or flashes of light. Awesome. A UFO. No, it's a shitty, shitty camera. And, and if here's the thing, and this is why Richie, I said, I wanted to turn this over to you for a minute. The equipment that you go hunting with. Are you, are you there? I'm right here. Okay. I'm just checking on you, making sure you're not passing out. I know you did a show before uh, you came on, so. But. I'm not that old. (laughs) I am. (laughs) But the equipment, the equipment that people are using, if they want to get serious about finding this stuff and getting good evidence, what do you say to them? What do they need, man? Tripod number one. Get a tripod. And a handheld tripod too. Get get one of each, or get one that you can use both. But uh, I um, I recommend getting a high A camera. You can still buy them for like sixty bucks, and uh, I recommend that because everything's digital now. And I love high eight, and I say get that. Also, if you can get a camera with incredible zoom, like I have the P nine hundred. The Nikon, I mean, you can see craters on the moon very easily. The P1000 came out after that. It's even a little better and sharper. Um, But you can definitely spot a plane miles away and have no problem. Uh, You know, with the high eight, I can't, even though I have, you know, 20 times optical zoom on there, plus what the camera came with, still not enough. But the P, you know, get a digital camera for that so you can get really close. Stay in uh, optical. Don't go into digital if you can. Um, get a good supply of batteries. Get a drone if you can. Drones are always good in case you see an object. Maybe you can fly your drone closer to it. I've done that, and it's really cool. So I, I, I released a balloon, and you know, I thought I would be easy to find. You know, I was doing right. this test, and it was I couldn't see it, but when I played it back. That balloon took off further than I could have imagined. And uh, I saw it, and I, I actually have a couple minutes of it, but it's a little tiny dot. But um, so stuff like that. And um, uh, what else? Um, laser pointer, flashlight, mace. You never know. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Oh, yeah, you don't no, know what because no, people, real. people, I'm talking about people and animals. Animals, I, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I've been approached by a lot of people and, and strange. Well, in Arizona, the, the coyotes and a lot of uh, uh, armadillo. No, not armadillo. Whatever those big pigs are. Javelina. Javelina. Oh, javelinas. Yeah. They're very, very dangerous. They're very aggressive. And chupacabra. Yep. Um, <laughs> some tunes. 
maybe a little depends how long you're going to go out there. Maybe I always like to go alone because everybody's too loud for me. But um, yeah, I needed Sirius Satellite. Howard Stern was on Brent, you know, when he first came out on Satellite. Other than that, um, that's it. And a lot of patience. And take a lot of notes about and, your environment. And, and yes. wind, all of that. Verbally I, narrate all the time. I'd yep. still like to see us all get together in March and go to that spot. I didn't tell Rich this, and I, I've talked a lot, but one of the odd features of this whole thing is this happened on March 18th of 94. Met a guy I went to high school and said, I saw that. I saw that too. Mm -hmm. It was 1995. Then I met a gal that said her neighbors had seen it in 2008. Then we did a podcast and a kid heard it. We ended up doing a podcast with him and another guy. And he'd seen it at the same spot I'd seen it on 2000, in 2019. But I think in March, we should all go out to that spot in the freeway where so many of us have seen this triangle, yeah. which I set up a camera. That would I'd be incredible. I would be very much down for that. I mean, I, uh, I mean, Alex has seen it. The lady that took my blood yeah. told me, oh, my neighbor saw that. He's an attorney and his wife's a teacher. He said it was a huge triangle right between Baldwin and Thompson Rose. I'm like, what? There like, are reports in the Flint Journal of a 14-year-old yeah, boy who saw the Yeah, I've got, I've got some things. I do have yep. some rich notes, too. Because, you know, anytime you meet a new person in this, I mean, this stuff sounds so friggin' crazy. I do have some newspaper documentation that backs this up. I mean, this thing was seen over Flint about five days before I had this thing. I didn't even see the article. I found it like 27 years later, you know. I right. finally went out to the journal and used the microfilm thing. And there was a big story about this kid seeing this thing. Like, well, it was March the 10th, so it would have been eight days before. Mm -hmm. but it was way up in the air, but it scared the hell out of him. And he said he saw this triangle. He said as big as his street i think he meant his block hmm. and then but i didn't see that article i mean till years and years later and yeah so, so been, been seen around here man. just real oh, quick man. just to reiterate and as some people in chat were saying it ryan definitely keep your eyes on that sky because obviously you're going to have that ufo bug so keep an eye out but if anybody out there listening to this and when this gets released as an audio podcast here and probably tonight or early tomorrow if you have a story, same thing, any videos or whatever, please email us at mi.ufo.podcast at gmail.com. So if you're only listening to audio, that's our email address. Um, I do have it going across the bottom of the screen. And, you know, we love to hear from people and talk about these things and hear your experiences, whether it turns out to be an airplane or not. It's good to know and get different eyes and opinions on these things that you might be capturing. So for sure. Um, and it helps us too, because we will be going out and looking for things ourselves. And we want to make sure we can try to identify the best things that we can, you know, the best that we can. So hey, can you tell me something of why Michigan seems to have the most triangle sightings out of any place other than Belgium? Great yeah. Lakes. Great question. Great Lakes. Uh, in the 90s, you guys had seemed like every year there was triangle sightings. Unsolved Mysteries did a few of them from your area. Yeah. 94. Yeah. Well, so, you know, Rich, I mean, this this happened March 18th, 94. And yeah. this is during a huge UFO flap here in Michigan, March 8th. But that was but the but the huge UFO flap that got all the credit 
and all the attention yeah, was on the Trumbull. west side of the Trumbull state. Trumbull County. Yeah, I Lake, Lake Michigan. Yeah. Okay. They got all the attention. Hmm. Before that happened in the same month, and this is weird because here in Michigan, it's always March. At least it seems that. And way. in Arizona, it was always March. Right. Really? But yes. Guy yeah. and Michelle and I and Alex and Ed all had triangular experiences on the east side of the state. And Ed, who you don't know, he's not on here. He may be listening later. He Hopefully saw the same thing. Well. He saw it an hour before I did. Wow. 40, 40. Look, I got to tell you this really fast, super fast. But can I tell him a story? I was just going to tell him what happened. So go ahead. Okay. okay. So, Make it so, quick. Be right, pithy. So I do this podcast with the, with Michelle and Wayne and a couple of guys hear it. And and one guy hears it and he's like, he, he contacts Wayne. And this is crazy. We start talking. Wayne introduces me to the guy and he says, I saw the same thing in 94. And I, it was a Friday in March like you, but I don't know if it was the 18th. Right. So Wayne wants to get us all together for a podcast. And me and me and Ed have met each other. We're talking on Messenger, and he can't remember what Friday it was. He can't remember what Friday it was. And and he, the night before we do the podcast, he messages me, and he says, "Oh man, I, it was the same night." He said it was four o'clock. You saw it at five. You know, I saw it at four a.m. And he said, "I said, well, how did you remember?" And he said, "Well, Ed, Ed's got kind of this gravelly voice, and he says, well, he said, I remember it was St. Patty's Day." And he lives in a town about 40 miles east of Flint. He said, it was St. Patty's Day. And I went up to the, the Night Owl Bar to have a beer. You know, and he said, they had a band playing. And he says, uh, the band said they were taking requests. So I went up and asked him to play Wipeout. And some smartass said, we don't know the words. Because, you know, Wipeout's a... I said, dude, I've been to Imlay City <laughs> once in my life. And the band that was playing at the Night Owl Bar was Debbie Lena Cruiser's and I was a piano player in that band, brother. Dude. <laughs> I mean, Dude. what are the chances of this shit? It's too cool. Nobody. I wouldn't believe it. I mean, I was stunned. And he was on some country road at 4 a.m. going to get some <laughs> some food for work. And the thing was floated across a field right above his car, turned like a crab. And he said it described it the same way with a Tetris thing on the bottom. He said it started floating away. Then it just shot like a, it just went warp speed. And he said, and Ed was a pilot. He actually flew for Continental. He was in the military. He said, he was in the Air Force as a pilot. He said, as, as bad as that scared me, he said, suddenly he said, there was this roar. And he said, two F 16s with afterburners on went screaming right over my friggin' car chasing this thing. <sighs> and an hour later, I'm meeting the same thing. 30 years later, I meet this guy who says, and I mean, I, me and Linda went to Emily City recently. I went the second time. I'm 71 and in about two weeks. I'm 70. But I mean, I had damn. been to Emily City that one time. <laughs> you know, Rich, you're really starting to irritate me. <laughs> <laughs> you struck me as kind of a nice guy. <laughs> I was a skeptic, but now you're just being an asshole. I was just <laughs> going off. That was off the Kevin Hart, the Kevin Hart. Thing that you guys don't know. Damn. it. I, don't know. I do know I mean, that one. Yeah, I, 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 I thought that was totally bizarre when he said when he tells me this long story. What what piqued his memory was this this uh, interaction he'd had with this band, and I'm like, dude, for all I know, it could have been me that said it. You know, I don't I don't think I would say that because I'm generally wouldn't say that kind of stuff. 
But I've had a lot of these bizarro, bizarre synchronicities. Wayne and we don't have time, but we've been over them before. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. But but when he said that, I was like just stunned. I was like, so so you're what peaks your memory is you talk to this guy in this band that I'm playing in the piano, right? And and 30 years later, we're meeting on this podcast, and you had this same thing happen to you that happened to me. And I'm like, it's some strange thing. But anyway, I'm gonna be quiet now and eat my my sandwich. <laughs> I wouldn't let me as my don't final, forget the pudding. My final word is I wouldn't believe me if I heard this. I'd go, ah, that guy. You're full of shit. Yeah. Most I, yeah. I want to be a pop icon. Yeah. Yeah. You want to make millions off of YouTube. Right. You know, you should title this the tragic ending of Guy Merritt. You'd get like eight million <laughs> views. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get a monetized channel and it's gonna make an eight second video, the tragic ending of everybody. They all die. <laughs> like and subscribe. Follow me he's on gonna, Twitter. He's gonna hold up his little sign. Yeah, send money. <laughs> send money. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Burton. What did you want to jump in on before we wrap this up? We got like 15 minutes left. Yeah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't like really get into like. I was I was gonna tie a lot of things back to okay. itself. Okay, hey, um, then let's save it. Let's save uh, it for next right. live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I I still have it all written down. Like I guess okay. I mean we got we got uh, if I got five quick minutes, I guess the one thing I'll say is the um, be, and because Richie is still here, um, oh, how, I left. How, how how you guys described the uh the Tetris in the in, in in Richie you described the hexagonal shapes which um I don't know I don't I don't know if you're a fan of like Marvel movies or whatever but oh like, yeah lately in the Marvel movies they're doing a lot of like the hexagonal shapes and like the yep. the quantum realm and all that shit um the Tetris shapes the hexagonal shapes stick out to me be, just mm -hmm. because um, in the past, uh, w w uh, one reason why a lot of people will fuck try to write off um, UFO experiencers is because they're like, oh, well, you saw it in a TV show or something like the, the flying saucer in the 50s, all that stuff. Yeah. It, it, like like you, that, that was shown before anybody was describing it and all that stuff. Uh, I have... This, the, tonight, right now, is the first time I've ever heard anyone describe a hexagonal shape or a Tetris-style shape on a UFO, and hmm. and both of you would have experienced those long before any of these were ever put. Nineteen ninety-four, exactly. Yes, long and, and to this day, I've never seen anything like a Tetris shape on film. I've never, I've never seen that design on film. No, I know. Ever. It's weird, right? So, so yeah, and so, mine was in 1981. Wow, was it really? What? Yeah, I was 13 wow. or 14. Yeah, I'm old. Wow. So you were 13 in 1981. All right. When he said that, that that blew me away because that's exactly exactly what it looked like. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's it. it. It's wild. I never, I never snapped to that, but that's and it. that that really triggered that really triggered for me because I'm like, 
No, I've never heard anyone describe that. And, and, and guy, you have watched a way more documentaries than I have probably, oh, but yeah. I have watched a lot for sure. Oh, and, and, and I've never heard anyone describe it. I've listened to millions of episodes of coast to coast AM and, and, and all <laughs> this stuff. Like, like I, I, I love this stuff. And, and this is something that I've never heard described before ever. So hey, Martin, so Burton, so I just want to address Martin here and Martin, uh, if you're new to the, the channel and everything and what we do here and our little oh, guest good. groups that we have here, um, Burton comes more from a background of ghost hunting. He does ghost yeah. oh, research, yeah. paranormal stuff like that. Not so much UFOs. We had him on the podcast to talk about the Michigan Dogman, like one of our very first or second episodes. Was, I think the like the fourth or fifth episode. Four, fourth or fifth? Okay. Yeah, something like that. So well, we had we had uh started talking via email very early in the podcast. So that was I do um, come from a little bit of a different world. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But I but but this is all but like it's nothing like I, I love all of it. I love all of the uh, all of the paranormal. I think it's, like, I think it's all related. I think I, 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 I do think it's all related. Most of the people, are, I'm an exception. I did have a weird, but I have not seen a ghost. I've had a weird yeah, see, psychic yeah. thing. I've had a lot of synchronicities, but but I think this stuff is it's. I think somehow it's related. And we'll find someday, and I mean, be able to explain how it's related, maybe. But and yeah. and, and and the only re the only reason I come from from like the more paranormal or cryptid world is just because those are the experiences that I personally have had. Right. I have I haven't had a UFO experience yet. Same here with, to. and so reverse goes to me. See, yeah, exactly. Well, so and, and same with guy. Yeah. 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 So so that that's all. But 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 I love that like we're all here together from from different. No man, you bring so, a lot yeah. to this thing, and I'm glad you're here. And I mean, I'm not saying it because we're sitting here and. You know, oh, I mean, no. it's I like uh, it. I'm in, I'm interested in the ghost thing, and I've got a, I've got some experience or friends, people who've seen UFOs, who I know are not crazy, who I know have seen UFOs, and they've had some poltergeist stuff. So you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So one thing that we try to do here on the podcast and the live stream is try to come to things with different perspectives, and and you know, we generally don't have guests. We had um, Jack Bouchon on after the. Uh, after we did an audio interview with him and then he agreed to come on as a surprise guest on the live stream. So well. besides Jack Bouchon and now Richie, it's usually just the four of us sitting around here discussing yep. this stuff. So, uh, you know, we, we come from different places. Uh, uh, Gemma as was a science on one. teacher, you know, so as a science teacher here, I want, I want data and evidence and I want stuff I can play with and experiment with besides my own stupid sighting and Michelle's stupid sighting that we had, whatever that was. And I can't prove that Michelle can't prove it. All we have is what we saw and what we went through and that, you know, we weren't abducted or anything like that. No missing time, but that started all this. And so I have my platform and Michelle's here helping me as much as possible to talk about all of this stuff and see where it goes. So we open that platform up to, to all kinds of people. We've had the state director of MUFON here for Michigan, Bill Konkoleski on, um, Sev Tak from MUFON. 
uh, Terry Lane Keel from MUFON. They've all had abduction experiences and things like that. Do I buy it all? I have no idea. It's their story. But I'm collecting data. And Michelle and I listen to these people and we try to put things together to make some type of rational explanation as to what's going on. And we really are just still going nowhere. <laughs> well, how do you, you know, how do, how do you figure this out? No, you, I don't, I don't think we're ever going to, but you know, I hear people talking about disclosure, this, that, and the other. And no. even if the government came out tomorrow and said, this is what it is. I don't even think I would believe them. You know, yeah, I, we, I don't, we have both said that before. Yeah. I mean, I I hate to say this. I remember when, as a teenager driving around getting drunk with a buddy, and we, we talked about it, the communists took over. We were going to form the resistance. And, but I've lost all faith. <laughs> no, I'm Me and Craig Jednick, we were going to fight. The, you know, now I'm like, I totally don't disbelieve the government. At, I mean, I totally don't believe the government about hardly anything. I mean, I'm just, I hate I hate to say that, but I just... I'm very, I'm not some huge conspiracy person, but I, the government's never going to tell you this. I, I, I know they're never going to, this, they're never going to, how do you, let's, let, let's just indulge me here. Just let's, guy's wrong. He's crazy. Let's say some people really get abducted. All right. What, what government's going to come out and say that? And I, they're not going to say that. It's not going to happen. It's crazy. No. And uh, just to Barry's point here out of chat, he says, uh, check out Michigan UFO podcast. They got quite a catalog on YouTube. Subscribe. So I do put all the audio shows up on, on YouTube. Um, we This is the start of our third year of doing this. We just recently started talking to people and and basically putting it out there for everybody to kind of see and hear our thought process and interview people as to what's going on. And we've created some amazing friends, you know, connections with friends now people we would call friends anytime um and it's it's created a lot of connections and and a lot of stories being shared so you know some people might think about sitting around the campfire and telling ghost stories and things like that i scaring the, scaring the shit out of each other yeah and i think we're there with this whole platform thing until we can actually do something um physically so anyways that's my uh, kind of my introduction to everybody about what we're doing here and where we come from. Guy's obviously an experiencer. I don't, um, I don't know what I am. I, I don't know what I am. Besides a, a cranky old man telling people to get off their lawns. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, this, really is, this has been awesome. This. I want to say, you know, I was nervous about having Rich on. Not, I don't, I don't, I'm not familiar with Rich. And I thought, you know, my story's pretty weird. And I thought, man, this guy's going to think I'm crazy. But it was really kind of a gift to me that you had him on here because, man, I'd never dreamt that there was some common. We had some, we have some common ground that I found fascinating, and it kind of helps me. Uh, you know, I've not done real good with this. I mean, uh, the first time you guys interviewed me, you edited, you edited the thing because I started crying. You know. I mean, as this is not easy yeah. shit to talk about for me because I hear myself and, you know, I have a degree in psychology and did internships at community, community mental health. 
And I mean, you know, I know, you know, that this sounds like the ravings of a schizophrenic or something, you know, and uh, it's all real. I mean, yeah, real. No, that that anyway, interview, that first interview we did with you guy was uh, it was very hard, I think, for everybody involved. But, you know, yeah, thing. you literally broke down and we had to stop recording and give well, you I'd some never, time. I'd never gone to. I stuffed all this stuff down. That's it. For years, for years. And then when Linda and I got together, because we'd grown up together, and I think that was almost choreographed, uh, how I finally got my life right, uh, I I felt like I could tell her this stuff, because she knows me. She knows Butch is not a bullshitter. Butch had a pretty good life, like living at the Dunes Casino for six months with his own And Butch is you, just so everybody knows. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't make shit up and I don't like people that do. And, uh, and I knew that, you know, she knows me from ground zero since we were eight. And, uh, she, I knew I could tell her, so that helped me a lot. And then I had a heart attack and I went to a therapist and because I was a little depressed and third session in, I started crying and this, all this crap came out. I'm like, I got to tell somebody this. And are they going to think I'm crazy? I, th- I was I was obsessed with the idea the world's got to know this, not about me. I mean, about who we are, what we are, that there's this thing going on, whatever it is. I don't know. But the point is this. You guys have been good to me. And uh, I still get a little uh, emotional at times. Um, it bothers me. I started smoking. I mean, I just. You know, I, I do too, man. We all yep. get emotional. It's a personal thing. It's hot, right to the heart, right to your soul, really. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, I Richie, sent, before, before I we go. You a, a kind of some, uh, so I, a kind of a sympathetic personality. I mean, you've been through some odd things. I've been to. Yeah. So, Richie, before we go, any last words you want to throw out there, listening to Guy's story, listening to our story, seeing what's going on, what we're all about when we're doing our stuff. And I know I've talked to you on your show plenty of times, and uh, I really appreciate your show. I love your humor. I crack up, and man, sometimes you rip people, and it's just it's just hilarious if people don't have a sense of humor about it. I don't know what to tell you. Maybe because you're the target of it. You know, you're you're kind of getting your 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 butt uh you know handed to you a little bit but don't be bullshitters we don't need that in this study so rich before we head out man what talk can to you us. repeat that no, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, see that's what i mean there there's richie hey everybody i found richie if he comes again bring a minute. bring a dish to pass next time <laughs> I, yeah <laughs> uh, Go church style Ugly. Sunday church style exactly. Thanks well, for joining us man But he, Jammer's got it all Right there A goosh. <laughs> you know in All I want out of you follow, I just need people to just tell the truth There's no reason to embellish your story It's amazing on it's own merit If it's real And a lot of us have been in this long enough And even those who have had experiences and haven't been in the field long enough can sniff out when somebody's making it up. So don't think you're going to get away with it forever, Anjali. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Let me start over. <laughs> um, no, you know, um, 
it's a tough field. I get picked on for being friends with people who made mistakes in the past and they're calling me a hoaxer, you know, and I never hoaxed or, or lied about anything that uh, I remember or want to. Um, that sounded bad, didn't it? Um, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. This field is filled with people who have bigger egos than their evidence and all they want to do is be heard and feel special. It's a really weird world we're living in right now, especially the ufology world. Yeah. And the the ghost paranormal, it's all the same. Nothing's different over there too cuz I I kind of do both, but I mainly stick with UFOs, but uh yeah, let's just do the right thing. And you know, your your cell phones are great, but get a real camera if you can. Yeah, you want to be serious. That was a really good list you did, Rich, about like telling people that's for reference. If you want to know how to go about, you know, catching one of these on film the right way. And that list you gave was excellent. So Yeah. 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 Thanks. And, uh, yeah, and just so everybody yeah. knows, uh, Richie does his show goof on. Um, he does a part of his show that he calls goof on university. Where goof he, on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goof on you. It and, is though. Oh my where where you help people and and talk about what their steps are they should do and the things they should do if they want to take this seriously, right? Yeah, about every situation you could be put in, I try to you know give that to the world and throw my experiences out there in a little school type setting. You know, let's get ready, get your pencils out, sit forward, head behind head, and don't throw anything at me. Yeah. And Absolutely. then I just tell people, you know, hey, you want a good camera? Get this camera. You know, I'll throw up some cameras that that are affordable to expensive. Show it on the screen, then show some videos and explain why this is this. And you know, and we, I just try to explain how I do things. We even get into body language and liars yeah. and stuff yep. like that too. So it's not all about visuals. It's well, visual, but you know, body language, not just UFOs and stuff. Um, I love the body language stuff. Because it really does work if you know how to use it. Hey, really thanks, do. Big Willie. We appreciate you. Good you stopped by. Hey, Big Willie. Now, bad. here's a panel. <laughs> Big Willie's a podcaster here from Michigan as well. Really? Sweet. So, yeah. Michigan's got a ton of good people out there, man. You know, we UFOs. see a lot, man. We see a lot. You, you know do. why I like doing these things? Because I don't like being on the internet. And believe it or not, I really don't. I made some videos years ago, but, but like when we, we've got this little thing, it doesn't look like somebody's watching us. And I like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yep. If I knew how many people are watching us right now, I would be a lot. Barry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Barry says, Hey guy, I think he's supposed to say we're on your we're side. On like your I side. said, I'm trying to get abducted just so I can get on the damn show. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend against this, Barry. Yeah, yeah for we sure. recommend against that. So did I ever uh, next time I, if I ever come on, I got to tell you guys about and I don't know oh, if I did the, the Ouija board story. Oh, dude, we're no, definitely I, not having you on again. Just so you all right. Know. Oh, well, that's OK. Then I won't tell the again. story. Oh, I really okay, wanna, I've been overruled by the boss. No, Michelle says we are having you on again. Ball so. story. I, you guys want to hear my magic? I don't, I don't really have a magic eight ball story. But I, it disappeared. <laughs> oh my God. You ask and you shall receive. How weird is that? I didn't know you had one. Yeah. <laughs> More synchronicities. Yeah. Are you kidding? I'm psychic. I got to have one of those. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Richie already knows we're going to have That's him back funny. on at some point. Yeah, it was being a wise guy, you know. <laughs> of course, I would wouldn't I would expect nothing less. You knew I was going to say that too. You knew. <laughs> hey Richie, I hope you come back because you make me feel less weird. <laughs> <laughs> that is the greatest compliment of all, actually. Good. That is good because I've been called weird my whole life. That made yeah. me feel better. Yeah, it confirms it. <laughs> No, yeah, your your experiences are real interesting, and I, you know, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, so are yours, dude. I'll tell you what, Richie has one of the best videos of a, I don't know, UFO something going on in the sky where there's something kind of hanging in this. You you have to go over to a show and see it, and I don't know which one it was that you played that, Richie. Was it daytime or night? It was daytime. There was something sitting up in the sky, very high. And then one thing looks like it's going to run into it and it just dodges it. And then another one comes and dodges it. Yeah. Yeah. That is a weird man. It's a UFO fleet. Yeah. And I caught it and, uh, you know, and and I've been looking for the video and, uh, I have to grab it. I'm not, I can't play it now because I, it's, it's on an external hard drive. Yeah. Well, but I, I'm very cool you, sighting. Yeah. So next time you come on, get that thing prepped up and ready. And we're going to we're going to have you show but, what a real UFO sighting may look like. Well, I did. I actually got a video ready just in case it was that. I don't know if you ever saw it where I call it the city in the sky and it was a five hour UFO sighting. I have it recorded for two hours. All Dang. sorts of different things. Next you never saw that? Damn. No, I think I missed that one. Can, all right. So next time, dude, next time. You mean you're sure. not at goof on every night at seven o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately. I know. Right. I, I have to be there. Though. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Thank you very much for having me on, by the way. It, dude, absolutely. It, it's it's a pleasure to have you on, man. So we really yeah, appreciate nice it. And, everybody again. and officially yeah. making us a, a, uh, a friend of Goofon and putting us on your channel list on um, YouTube. So that's a great help. And uh, we really appreciate it. So, Oh, did I do that? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you got that like 35% THC stuff you got going on over there somewhere. Yeah. It's right so, here actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the snoochy boochies right there. Yeah, snoochy boochies. <laughs> we do not condone snoochy boochies. <laughs> we do not so, condone snoochy pharmaceutical in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, coffee is the snoochy boochie around here. Coffee is mine. Yeah, nice crowd right. tonight. That was a fun show, man. Yeah, hey. Again, thanks for coming on. And man, here we are, two hours and six minutes in it, seven oh. minutes now, and it flew by, man. It felt and like 20 minutes. Literally. Yeah. Awesome. Even with the five minute break. I mean, geez. Yeah, right. I forgot all about that, too. <laughs> no, it went so, by so fast. It did. Yeah. Good stuff, all right. man. Good stuff. All right. Well, thanks, Richie. I'm going to send you to the back here. And thanks Good for night, everybody. Us. Good night, Richie. Good night, Thank you, Richie. Nice Good night. meeting you, Guy nice and uh, Burton, Michelle, Wayne. Yes. See you later. All right. See you, Richie. Nice guy. Wild, All right. So wild experiences. there we have it. We had Rich from Goofon. That was amazing. I wrote down the two videos. 
So the awesome. so ready to talk about those and ready to talk about that Ouija board experience. Yep. Yep. So we'll get we'll get them back on and, and we'll have a good time hanging out. So everybody out in the chat room and watching this, thank you very much. Uh man, incredible incredible crowd and turnout for tonight michelle what do you think Uh, we had some very nice conversations going on well you know richie does say that i saw ice cream and bacon at one point (laughs) i saw that too i know i'm like i almost put in there you know chocolate coated bacon is actually really really good it actually is yeah or candy weird oh candy bacon (laughs) yeah it is starting to look like the what's that guy's lloyd christopher thank you jammer Kind of going. Oh, Christopher Lloyd, like uh, doc, uh, the doctor, yeah. the doctor from. I'm starting to look like the dude in Back to the Future. Yes, that's what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jammer. He says, "Great show, new sub." Thank you very much, man. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Dorothy and Straw Dog. Yep. Straw just Dog. as a footnote, all my UFO stuff and all of my, I made all this up. None of it's true. Not really. I was going to say, yeah, you've right. been making it up with us for the last three years. I'll tell you what, guys. If you're making it up, you got everybody fooled. Some up. So, Straw Dog says, I upgraded my sub to the Notify. Awesome. Yes, if you guys are still here and you're listening, please, on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and then hit that bell. So, when we go live, you know when we go live, we do every... We do every other Saturday because the other Saturdays we release our audio podcast and Michelle and I are both full-time teachers, which means we put in about 50 hours a week. If we're lucky, we're constantly working until the summertime. So we don't have a lot of time, but we do the best that we can. And the live stream is new for us. So, but thank you all. And uh, Dorothy, you are awesome. And Dorothy, one of these days when I talk to you, I am going to show you a picture of my mother. And it is strangely. It, the, the, you, you look, you look like a lot like my mom. mom. It's crazy. Absolutely. From what I from what I remember of Dorothy from years and years ago. Yeah. And her so. name was Dorothy, by the way. Yeah. Really? My grandmother's, yes, name, weird. My grandmother's name is Dorothy. Another yeah. synchronicity weird man weird things are so weird all right everybody burton it's been awesome thank you you save those notes for two weeks i got them right here thank you guys so much for having me back on this was incredible thank you of course man always burton we we wouldn't do this without you guys and speaking of guys let's go over to the singular guy i just want to say that i want to say this thank you for having me and i'm for my birthday I already know what Linda's going to get me a microphone because I, I remind myself when we do these of Jim Varney, you know, you know what I mean, Vern? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys have got these nice microphones and I've got this $30 refurbished webcam. And in order to I listen to a couple of these and in order to speak and make it all work, I got to lean in. So I, like I said, I remind myself of Jim Varney, I, but I'm going to have a, she's buying me a real microphone. The one you suggested, right? I feel like a real, you know, broadcast, you know. Yeah, that's what we use. They're like hundred dollar microphones. Yeah. You sound fantastic, though, guy. Like you never sound bad. I was like, gonna uh, say. like I said, I was. I used to be WFJC, the radio voice of Flint Community Junior College. 
Hey, Burton, talk about your shows. Yeah, Diana wants you to uh, talk about your show for oh, a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I, um, what's your show? Uh, uh, Lost in the Dark podcast. Um, I do Lost in the Dark podcast. That's where we talk to a lot of like heavy metal. Uh, it's it's a heavy metal podcast. Uh, we talk to a lot of like local musicians, national musicians, worldwide musicians. Even uh, we talk to a lot of people, cool. um, all about like just heavy metal and stuff like that. And then I recently started an audio only podcast, which is available. It's not on YouTube, but it's everywhere else. Uh, called Follow the Reaper, which is uh, which is a, yeah. I'm, Full disclosure, I, I ripped that off from one of my favorite bands. Uh, that's one of their album titles, but um, Children of Bodom. Uh, but that's where I discuss uh, uh, first or secondhand true paranormal encounters that people send me in. Um, was heavily influenced by another podcast called Monsters Among Us. If you've ever heard that. I've, I have no problem plugging that one because it's genuinely one of my favorite podcasts I've ever heard. And, and I listen to it constantly. Uh, so, so it was very much influenced by that. So it's just people sending me in um, audio recordings or, or written um, accounts of their first or secondhand paranormal encounters of any kind of any kind at all, whether it be UFO ghosts, cryptids, whatever. Um, and 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 I just kind of discuss it and, and and go over that. Um, but the main one is definitely Lost in the Dark, uh, where we talk to musicians and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, that's that's uh that's kind of uh what I've been doing for I don't know. Uh, actually, March, the first week of March will be Lost in the Dark's five year anniversary. So. Yeah, yeah, good job. I just Which want- of course it- synchronizes up with your guys' sightings. And I know, right? Why don't you upload it to YouTube? I'm just curious. Uh, Lost in the Dark is on YouTube. Lost in the Dark is like pretty much only on YouTube. Fall the Reaper isn't yet. It only has ten episodes. I've oh. been I've, I've 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 taken a little bit of a break for the last couple months. All right. Um, That's but fun. um, it uh just because I haven't really had that many stories come in, also, so I I don't really right. have uh yeah. many more to t- discuss uh yet besides my own personal ones, which I still have a couple more to get into. Yeah. But plus ours, we got to send you plus, our UFO sighting. Yes. Yep. Yep. But plus, we have had oh. our like I told one of my uh ghost stories and sent it, it to you yes so. yep yep wayne has wayne has been on one of the episodes of father the reaper 100 yep. uh that was a fantastic fantastic ghost story actually <laughs> it's um, creepy. i really liked that one a lot actually uh and 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 so i'm just looking for more stories for anybody to send in uh, yep so, so um, yeah so if I will put links to both of the shows in the show notes once this is done and up on YouTube and everything's all saved and all that. And I can edit the uh, description. I will put links to both of Burton's podcasts. Thank you. Um, and email him. So uh, if you got a, a ghost story, you can eat or some type of paranormal story, you can email him and, and he likes it read. So, yep. you know, read it. Uh, record it and send it to him and he plays your recording yep just uh um uh honestly the 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 easier way to do that would be uh follow the reaper podcast on facebook or instagram and just send me a a video yeah and and i'll rip the audio from that and i'll play it um that's 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 
I like it. I, I just like it from the person's voice. You know what I mean? I like because when I read it, everybody embellishes <laughs> on, on certain things. So. Barry's still trying to get abducted. He's still trying to get abducted. He wants to see us next week. Remember, Barry, two weeks. See you in two weeks. Um, and then let's see, just one last thing. And uh, once again, thanks to everybody who came in and watched and subscribe, notify all of that. John John's Southern Exposure says Michigan UFO sightings and paranormal encounters. Hey, I just subbed you. I came over from Goofon. Nice to meet you all. Well, John, nice to meet you. We're glad you're here. Just missed Richie. You. you just yeah. missed Richie, but he you can always go back and watch. And he'll be back. And he, yeah. said, he said he was afraid some dude called John John Southern Exposure was showing up. He said, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I think he was saying he tried to block him or something and it wouldn't work. <laughs> all right, everybody. Look, it's been two hours and 16 minutes. We're going to get out of here. We're all falling asleep. <laughs> so it's been awesome. Thank you guys very much. And remember, keep your eyes to that sky.